missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. Maybe this will refresh your memory. Since 2008, the Morning Sickness with Brian, Gene, and Shaw have been your wake-up specialists. Like old times, huh? Now it's time to take a look back. Go way back. It's the Monday morning throwback. Every Monday morning from the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. Gotta get back in time. Courtesy of the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston, the best little sub shop you've never heard of. Going to be up there later this summer for a rock stop. That'll be fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Little cheesecake, Shaw. Tiny little mm-hmm. delicious cheesecake. Bite size. Oh, yeah. One at a time. Just womp, womp. Next. Give me all the cheesecakes. Uh, taking a look. Uh, I think this was 2012. And uh, he had a book coming out. And we decided to uh, get him on the phone for an interview to talk about his memoir, his autobiography, if you will, and discuss, of course, his career as a film star. He was in Police Academy. He was in Three Men and a Baby and Three Men and a Little Lady. He was in Cocoon. He was in all sorts of other stuff, Shaw. Steve Gutenberg. That's our Monday morning throwback. Our interview with Steve Gutenberg from several years ago. What do people? What do people most know you as? Is it Carrie Mahoney? No, you know what? I've been really lucky in my career. Um, I've had so many films that have done well that you know there are people who yell out, uh, "Hey, how's number five? Or people yell out, uh, "Hey, Cocoon!" Or someone will yell out, "Hey, Mahoney!" Uh, but I was having a conversation with um, Harrison Ford years ago, and we were talking about you're lucky as an actor if you get one iconic character that everybody knows right um and uh and it's you know a lot of people sort of years ago used to poo-poo it but now you see you know johnny depp who's one of the greatest actors we have he's embraced it with uh jack sparrow and you know of course daniel craig is, is embracing you know james bond uh you know like sean connery did and uh, you know and tom cruise is embracing his character in mission impossible so there's, some, there's a lot of good things about having a character that everybody's comfortable with. Carrie Mahoney, Police <laughs> Academy. Interesting. Steve Gutenberg. I like the humble brag about Yeah, I was talking to Harrison right. Ford a couple of years ago. Yeah, just having lunch, just chit-chatting with Harrison Ford. No big deal. Steve Gutenberg uh, talking about his book, which is still available on Amazon. Talking about his life, uh, writing stories about his parents and how they're very funny, apparently. And that was uh, from 10 years ago. You can hear our entire interview with Steve Gutenberg on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. The Monday morning throwback each and every Monday right around 740. Brought to you by the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. Who the hell are you guys? It's the best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7. The Rock. Just got a text from Zach. He said, good morning, all. Hope that Shaw's in a good mood today. <laughs> Any way to get walked by Pantera? Uh, I could do that here in just a bit, but uh, how was your weekend? Uh, it was okay. Yeah? Yeah. Just yeah, okay? It was, it's just okay. You know, kind of rainy. And it wasn't very nice out, and right. sun wasn't shining. It was Yesterday, we tried to go down to uh, see some live music down at uh, Big Al's, where uh, oh, Tom, Tom Conrad, Conrad was yeah. 
to play on the patio, right? And nope. so we got down there just after 3 o'clock, and there was nobody on the patio, including no musician. I don't know if it was weather-related, if they were afraid that the rain was coming or something. Huh. So Sorry. We, yeah, <laughs> so we ended up going somewhere else, and that turned out to be a mistake uh, because the, there were some kids that were just running wild through this bar and uh, making all kinds of noise. They act like it was Chuck E. Cheese or Kids Cooley or something. And this something. is a bar in downtown La Crosse? Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Huh. And, and the, it was was it people maybe from out of state that were here for the track meet? Uh, the boys, there were two boys and two girls. The boys were wearing uh, like baseball uniforms, so I assume oh. they were local. And yeah, there was oh, a there big, was big there was a big tournament. By, yeah. uh, Got it. Well, by the moms were having themselves a time, and it did not include watching their children. I'll yeah. say that. So. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, it might have been a long weekend. Yeah, I think Shaw, so. Shaw I think so. might have been a long that's weekend. I wanted to hear right. Sweet Caroline. Instead, I heard the squeeching of squealing of children. But. <laughs> you, you should have texted me. I was out. Thanks a lot. Yesterday? Yeah, yeah thanks. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> I didn't know what you were doing. You never text me, though. They're like, not even once. I don't even ever get a text. Not a, hey, what are you up to? No, they didn't get one. Well, I'm sure you're sad you missed the screaming children. Oh, well, you could have come where I was. There was no screaming Oh, I see. Mm. I got it. See, the key is just to get drunk and offend the parents, and then they'll leave. Well, it's funny, because some of the people at the bar, these kids were totally unsupervised, and some of them were teaching these kids new words, let's say that. Oh, that's, yeah. Mm -hmm. Go tell your mom this. Yeah. Here's how you do shake of the day. Yeah, exactly. Uh, can I get your kid a, a drink chip for 20 years from now when they're old The enough? kids are up to, at the bar. Can I get some cherries? Can I get a pickle? Oh, my God. There's nothing worse uh. than having to deal with children in a bar. Don't right? bring your child to a bar. Thank you. Nobody want no. It's not because I I I don't care how you parent your kid. I just don't want to be interrupted when I'm at the bar by your stupid, your mistake. All right, you you made the mistake. You deal with it. Don't bring it in here for the rest of us to listen to it because you know those kids are just going to be awful and annoying and running around oh, they and yelling were. and screaming and asking everybody for change for the jukebox or the video game if there is one or whatever. Ma, can I play the video game? Especially they got spooky spins, you know, Shaw. Then the, oh, that's the mm -hmm. worst. That's the worst when you're on the spooky spin and they come back there to you, Shaw, and you're trying to, like, win 10 bucks. And this like, is not a video game, kid. Yeah, kid, get out of here. Hey, kid, get out of here. Well, I, mean, I wish I would have taken a picture of the before the pool and the after the pool because yeah. I can hardly stand upright this morning. Let me just say that. Oh, the pool happened yesterday? Oh, and we last fall, it got away from you us and we put the tarp over it and went, we'll deal with that. And you have spring. a frozen thing that brought like a broke? No, something? that was Scott Stack. Oh, okay. but it, it was <laughs> not. I mean, it was it was not for the weak at heart. Let me just got say it. that when we took the tarp off of it, it was like, oh, my God. Kind of a mess in there. huh? Oh, not just kind animals. Of, no dead animals, no. but I wondered about it. Yeah. It could have been. And could have been? Yeah. And, man, I can I literally could hardly get out of bed this morning. <laughs> oh, my God. Is it, is it full of water? It's getting there. Okay. I mean, but we had to, I mean, it had to days, clean. Right? I mean, it was, oh, my God. Yeah, it was bad. 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 Got a text from Zach. Says, I agree with you guys. Kids don't belong in a bar. I don't, I don't necessarily have a problem with it as long yeah. as they're behaved and they're not running around like no. animals. They were running around like animals. I apologize, Shaw. I feel bad for you. <laughs> no, it's okay. Why didn't you just pick up and go to somewhere else? There's plenty of other places. Yeah, we didn't stick around long. Let's say that. Okay, yeah. I mean, it, you know, look, if you're in like a restaurant bar, you know what I mean? A place like a pizza place or whatever that has, or Olive Garden or something like that. Okay, maybe I could, you know, it's not a place where people tend to go and, and you know, are looking just to just. Just a bar bar. Yeah, a bar where they're drinking and watching the sports, you know, on the TV or whatever, Shaw. But if you're in a bar bar, you know what I mean, doing shots of Jameson, shaking for mm -hmm. shots, those kind of things, maybe not the best place to be having your kids running around. They were playing hide-and-seek in there, hiding under people's tables. Oh, man. It was, it was just a... Can you kick... You can't kick them, can you? Yeah. That's against the law. I wanted to trip them, but... Can you... 
Can you like oops? Can you right. oopsie him like a hip like a hip check? Mm-hmm. No, you can't do that either. Long baseball tournament and weekend. Right, that was in town this weekend. Moms needed right. to blow yeah. some steam. I <laughs> like probably you know, staying I, oh, in a hotel all weekend with I them. It. And I get it. I get it. But your problem is not my problem. Right. Don't mm-hmm. bring. I don't come to your hotel room. No, I know. You know what I mean with my lawn clipping shot and dump them in your hotel bedroom. <laughs> you know what I mean. I I don't do that. So don't bring your problem to my place. Where I'm trying to hang out and relax and unwind after a long weekend. Scott uh, texted us and said, just because someone wanted to keep their, oh, as a pet, uh, their, their. <laughs> maybe not, maybe not read not that the, text. Not the, uh, <laughs> okay. That's not for the radio. Doesn't probably. mean people should have to suffer when they're trying to enjoy a few cold ones and shots of JMO. Yeah. I already have reasons to drink. I don't need you to bring <laughs> your, your reasons to drink into my place. <laughs> To drink. You know what I'm saying, Good Sean? point. Good point. I got my own reasons. I don't need any extra. Ugh, Bonus kid. reasons. I don't know, though. If that kid falls and hurts himself and then they start screaming and yelling and going crazy, it might be kind of funny to watch. I definitely don't want the, you know, the screaming and yelling without, you know, some pain involved, Shaw. Then then it's like, oh, <laughs> see, you got, you ran into the table, you big dummy. The bartender didn't mind, though, because he was charging these young kids uh, like five bucks for a little thing of cherries. Oh, really? <laughs> nice. They had excess to money. And the girl's like, can I have some cherries? He goes, five bucks. I will Here say. If five I, bucks. If okay. I'm a bartender at a, at a place and you bring your kids in and they're going crazy, I might not say anything because, you know, hey, look, you do you if you want to. But I'm going to charge you extra on right. your beers. Uh, your price is going up. They must have been fibs. They must have been from out of town, right? They were. I don't know where they're from. They're from. They're fibs, Shaw. You know it. Know it. I'll go with that. All right. Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning. Good morning. Good morning to you too. Brian and Shaw. The best of the morning sickness. Early for flapjacks. Only on 95.7 The Rock. What are you, 5'3", five, 5'4", five, Shaw? 5'5"? Five, 5'7", five? Five, right? 5'7"? Yes, a whopping 5'7". You, you trying to squeeze an inch on me, boy? <laughs> I didn't know they stack poop that high. <laughs> <laughs> what is your major malfunction, numb nuts? Sorry. Can't I, yell. Don't yell at I Shaw. have to do that. I have to do that, Shaw. It's in it's my movie quote thing. genetic quote. Uh, genetic makeup. I just can't avoid mm-hmm. it. I have to do the movie quotes, especially those because they're so funny. <laughs> Did your parents have any children that lived? <laughs> Sorry. Show me your war face. Mm-hmm, All right. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Let's get back on track here before I get completely lost. So you're 5'7". That's correct. I think I'm around 5'9", five, 5'10", five, somewhere in there. So I'm not that much taller than you, but I am bigger than you. Like, I'm yeah. sizable. Compared you got a few pounds on me. You're, you're not that short, but you are just diminutive. You're a little guy. Mm-hmm. Gene, what are you rocking without your wedges or heels or whatever the hell you call them? Uh, about 5'7", also. 5'7"? Yep. Okay, so you and Shaw are about the same height. Mm-hmm. Well, we make a lot of fun of, of Shaw for being so short, <laughs> but he's really not that bad. Well, you're in luck, Shaw. Okay. Because uh, some outstanding news has just been made available uh, courtesy of a database from the VA. Uh, over 280,000 Americans, uh, they took a study and looked at their medical records and found that tall people are at a higher risk for over 100 different health conditions, Shaw. Short people, you just under the radar, Shaw. You yeah, know, so you like... short people are just, you're just flying under the radar there. Uh, they used the database from the VA, so everybody involved was a veteran, and about 90% were men. For the study, they defined tall people as anybody over 5'9". Five 5'9 nine. Five nine and taller. That that's tall. Is tall. I would think 6 feet and above would yeah, be tall, because that's another 3 inches right there. I would say 5'9 to 6 feet is about average, right? 
Anything under 5'9 is probably considered short, but anything mm-hmm. over 6 feet has got to be tall, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so just a few of the conditions that tall people are more prone to uh, have include blood clots, an irregular heartbeat, nerve damage, lightheadedness. Well, they're up there in the cloud show. Yeah, too high up. <laughs> Inflammation, ulcers, leg pain, and bone infections. That doesn't sound good. Now, they're not exactly sure why tall people are more susceptible to these things, that they just noticed uh, the connection to their height. And they're having these issues. But one theory is that it's harder to pump blood through your body if you're tall. So because you got less space in your body, Shaw, the blood doesn't have to go as far. That makes sense. And so you're healthier. That can lead to all sorts of health issues, obviously, long term. A lot of health conditions also had to do with people's legs and feet. So extra weight that comes with being tall could be a factor <laughs> as well, Shaw. So you've got it all. Yay me. You're living forever. You're going to... You're gonna, you're going to be like Gandalf. You're going to be around for decades and eons and, and I centuries. thought short people had no reason to live, so. Who said that? Randy Newman. He did? Yeah, what song yeah. is that in? Short People. <laughs> he has a song called Short People? Are you not familiar? No. I mean, I know Randy Newman, obviously. He did the theme song to Major League. It was one of the most popular and, songs ever. Uh, I, no, I, short People Got No I Reason. Love LA. I Love L.A. He, that's his, probably his most popular, right? Mm. The Toy Story the theme song. He did that one, right? Wasn't that him? Yeah. You got a friend in me? Mm-hmm, that was right. him, right? Yeah. yeah. Blood taller. You may be healthier, Shaw, because of your little itty bitty stature, mm-hmm. but I'm taller, as Keanu Reeves would say. Yeah. Blood taller. So, congratulations, Shaw. Well, thank you. Some outstanding news for you. And Gene, I guess. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for further developments, which will be broadcast immediately as received. We've got more of the best of the morning sickness in just a bit. Hell yeah, bitch. <laughs> the best of the morning sickness with Brian and Gene, only on 95.7 The Rock. Uh, this guy might have had a better chance if he just hoofed it. An uh, inmate in Tennessee Uh-oh. named Ricky Roach escaped from a hospital. <laughs> Ricky. And tried to get away Ricky. on a child's bicycle. Ricky Roach? Yes, Ricky Roach. That's his real name? Yeah, well, that's what he goes by. What number is his favorite NASCAR driver? Right. Uh, <laughs> he found a girl's bicycle when he escaped the hospital and took off on it. It doesn't sound like it was being used at the time because it only had one pedal. The other pedal was missing. It only had one pedal on a that poor kid? Right. Police put out an alert over the radio. An off-duty cop heard it. He looked out his kitchen window. Sure enough, he saw Ricky pushing the bike up a yeah. steep hill. Hey, hey that's Ricky, Ricky Roach. Ricky Roach. Hey, Ricky, get back over here with that one-pedal bike. The cop ran out, announced he was a cop, told him to stop. He says, stop, Ricky Roach. Stop, Ricky, Ricky Roach. You stopped right there, Ricky. Didn't even bother to argue. He just laid down on the ground and waited to yeah, be arrested. Just lay All down. right, I'll stop. I'm tired. This bike only has one <laughs> pedal. You know how hard and it is? It's very hard. He was on the run for just two hours and only Give made a it a total of two miles. He only made it two miles yep. in two hours, Ricky Roach. Oh, right. man, he's got to come up with better plans next uh, time he escapes. Two pedals would have helped. I think. Two pedals <laughs> might have got him away. Yeah. I was in shock as anybody else would be when you see the person they're looking for, like, standing right in front of your mailbox. I look out the bay window, and to my Light surprise, window. here's the guy that they're looking for, like, that in front Ricky of my Roach. mailbox. He was pushing the bike at this point, because I think he was already tired, tired. to get up the hill here. And I told him to get his hand, get down, pull get it down. He said, I'm not going to run anywhere. He goes, I'm tired of running. I'm lay down, Ricky Roach. Yeah. Ricky Roach, you lay right down in that road, Ricky Roach. He's tired after two hours on the run. Well, I don't blame him, man. You should have sounds... just left the bike behind. Mm-hmm. It ain't helping you, man. It's no. hindering you. Come on, Ricky Roach. Look down the bay window. <laughs> 
<laughs> this woman in California was having a day. Oh. A woman is accused of driving drunk, hitting a police car, and forcing a police chase. Oh. The chase began when a man who was trying to pick up his child in a custody exchange went into the police department in Cotati, California, saying the mother of the child was driving drunk. The woman was seen in the parking lot of the police uh, department as sergeant ordered the woman to stop, but she took off in the Lexus. Another sergeant saw the Lexus and tried to pull the woman over with sirens, but she didn't stop. Instead, she put her hand out her car window and displayed her middle finger. Yeah, of course she did. Then she reversed and rammed into a police car that was trying to pull her over, causing reverse, major reverse. damage to the car and minor injuries to the officer. Mm. The woman fled the scene again after ramming into the patrol car and was driving at dangerous speeds, mm. almost hitting a motorcyclist. Uh, the pursuit was deemed too risky and it was called off. But police later found her at a convenience store where she ran inside and drank a travel-sized bottle of hard liquor. Hell yeah, oh, yeah. She did. That's when they took her into custody. Yeah. She, she wasn't done yet. She fought with police and allegedly bit one officer. Ooh. She had a point two He's blood a alcohol. Point two? Yep, point oh, two. Oh, almost three times the limit. Mm-hmm. I'm not that intoxicated. Yes, you yes, are yes, that you intoxicated. Are. Yeah, you are, Ricky Roach. <laughs> Was she related to Ricky Rose? No, he, was, so. he no. was just tired. Maybe no. kindred spirits. Yeah. yeah, maybe they got. Maybe they can hook up in prison. They, nice. You know, they can create some kind of super villain offspring or something <laughs> like that. This is the exact injury you'd expect in a case like this. A guy in Fort Lauderdale crashed into the back of a FedEx truck the other day. He was a little distracted because he was receiving oral favors from a woman Ooh, in the passenger seat. Mouth love, Shaw. He apparently got distracted, swerved yeah. into yeah, oncoming wonder traffic. Why. Uh, no one was seriously You ever injured. been distracted by that before, Shaw? No. But the man did suffer, quote, injuries to his private <laughs> oh, area. Oh, she bit it. It's oh, not clear how oh, bad man. the injuries were, but oh. police said they were, quote, due to what was going on at the time of the crash. Oh, less teeth. There's less a, teeth. There's That's a photo of the so crash scene, and it looks pretty bad. And if you look closely, you yeah. can see the guy lying on the street next to the car. His Holding pants his still around oh, his ankles. Pants on the ground. The woman also oh. looks rather shaken up. Oh, oh, I'm sure. Oh, man. He's lying on the ground with his pants on the ground? The pants on the ground. Oh. No, not my nards. Oh, no. my goodness, yep. Sean. Nards. Pants That's... on the ground. Pants, pants on, on the ground. ground. Looking like a fool with uh, your pants on the ground. Looking like he got injured. Too many teeth, Shaw. Too many teeth in there. There's like, what, 36 teeth in your mouth? I believe that's There's a lot of teeth in there. A lot of teeth. Using them all and not supposed to use them all. <laughs> accidental. Oh, you got to keep your it's eyes accidental open. Teeth you got to slow down. You got to find a less uh, populated area, Shaw. Maybe pull over. <laughs> Just, I would say pull over. Yeah, pull over. Find a you shaded find area. Yep. And pull over. Maybe not while doing high 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 speed. You know what I mean? Stay stay in the like 20 mile an hour zone. Mm-hmm. Just tell them how it happened, honey. Yeah, why don't you tell him how it happened, honey? I am so sorry. It's all right, honey. It was my fault. You just, you just kind of took me by surprise. <laughs> so, how'd this happen? <laughs> Show him, honey. <laughs> Even my ears are tense. Yeah, you got to be real careful if that's happening. I mean, kudos to you. That that's you know those things don't happen every day, Shaw. Right? That's a special occasion. But you really got to be careful because uh, that can go south in a hurry. You know, you're leaning your head back. Your eyes are starting to close a little. You're starting oh, to enjoy. You're not really paying thing, attention to the Next road. thing you know, FedEx truck. Bam! Oh. Airbag deploys. That head can go in all sorts of different directions, Shaw. Did the airbag deploy? Is that what happened? I, I don't know. Not sure. That's like a shotgun blast. Pow! Right upside her head. Oh. <laughs> Getting the shivers just thinking about it, man. It's giving me the willies. Let's put on a show. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Oh, yeah. 
But let's be honest, Shaw's the real star of the show. A 35-second shot, Cock. Take this job and shove it. I ain't working here no more. I'm 100% behind this, Shaw. Yeah, what do you got? I'm 1,000% behind this. The world's biggest four-day workweek pilot just launched in the U.K., And it doesn't even involve you putting in longer days on the four days you're working. Typically, you think, all right, a four-day work week, I'll work four tens instead of five eights, right? Mm -hmm. Typically. Not not this pilot program, not this study. It's a study. It's a research program, Shaw. Experiment will last six months. Involves 3,300 workers spanning 70 different companies, ranging from banks to fish and chip restaurants. So all sorts of different people in the UK, not just people working in a cube cubicle farm right we're talking about people working in all sorts of different industries we're talking about quite a few people 3300 uh over the course of six months so a decent amount of data for this study Mm -hmm. during the program the workers will receive their full pay for working only 80 percent of their usual week in exchange for quote promising to maintain 100 percent of their productivity so look you got to come in here you work four eight-hour shifts instead of five eight-hour shifts. We're not going to make you work those extra two hours on the four days you are here, mm-hmm. but you got to give us the 100% that you normally give us. The idea is to improve the workers' mental health and well-being. Are they still at work? <laughs> They're at happy hour. <laughs> uh, the program is being run by a nonprofit organization in association with multiple groups of researchers, so while it probably won't lead to any immediate change, at least here in the U.S., Shaw, uh, if it goes smoothly, the studies that are produced could inspire individual companies to give it a try. Yeah, I think we're seeing more evidence that these, uh, you know, non-traditional work weeks can work. Yeah. I think, well, I mean, you look at what happened during the pandemic. I mean, they say their productivity levels stayed about the same right. for people who were working at home. Mm-hmm. They just are more comfortable. You know what I mean? They don't have to get dolled, dolled up and come into the office yep. and deal with office politics and don't have to have your no stupid boss micromanaging you over your shoulder. Constantly messaging you and emailing you about meetings and crap you don't care about. You know he might be listening, right? Who? I'm not. Ta- I'm not. I'm not referencing anybody in particular. Okay. Just uh, this is more of a a general phrasing, Shaw. That's. I'm not saying anything about one person in particular driving a black pickup truck. Right. I'm not saying anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> of course I'm not. Or anybody that's coming in here to be my boss today. I don't know who the hell is my boss today. But uh, it depends on which team I get stuck on, right, Shaw? Isn't mm-hmm. that the deal? I don't know. I, I don't think it would work in our industry, obviously. Um, well, we have news on five days a week, for example. So, right. I mean, we four have, days would be difficult. We, well, we have things that, you know, are sponsored, you know, that, that we have to, you know, uh, we agree to mention or talk about the sponsors on certain days. We have benchmarks, what are called benchmarks, you know, things we have to do. So I don't know if we can get away with it, Shaw. And then, then which day is it? Like, you take Monday, right? Uh, yeah, I would take Monday. And then you start the week on Tuesday. I like that idea. You do Tuesday through. You work one day and all of a sudden it's hump day already. Yeah. I think it would take decades for that to wear off. You know what I mean? We're so ingrained in that mm-hmm. five-day work week schedule, mm-hmm. Shaw. I mean, ever since you're a teenager when you start working. Yep. You know, so if you take away Monday and you add that to the weekend, now it's great. Now I start the week halfway over, essentially. I know some people would take the Friday instead. No, I'm a Monday guy. I've decided. Yeah, take the Monday just, for me. You know, Friday, it's a Friday. You can get through a Friday. Fridays just feel different. Right. And like I said, I think it would take decades before that essentially wears off. You know what I mean? Before you stop realizing that it doesn't really matter which day you take off. <laughs> as long as I got the three. Yeah. 
I like this though. I'm 100 percent behind it, Shaw. Mm-hmm. I think. Me too. Uh, Me too. I don't think it'll again. I don't think it'll happen for us, but maybe generations in the future. Maybe your kids. Your kids even work a full. Do it for the kids. Your kids even work a full 40 hour week. Oh, they put in more than 40. Yeah. All right. All of them do. Well, for their sake, Shaw. Maybe in your grandkids' sake. Right. This will work out. Okay, buddy? Fingers crossed. Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. But better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. In Minnesota, nearly 4,000 customers lost power for a time due to a squirrel that wandered into a substation. The Minnesota Valley Electric Cooperative said the outage in the Prior Lake area of Minnesota was caused by a squirrel that came into contact with substation equipment. Oh, I bet that thing got fried. They say nearly 4,000 customers (laughs) lost power. There was no word on the fate of the squirrel. Oh, I'm sure it's (laughs) It's gone. A little toasty in there. Yeah. Smart master, and he made me this color so that I may talk. Squirrel! (laughs) A Chinese restaurant in Queens was vandalized over the weekend by a regular customer who'd been kicked out of the establishment earlier in the day for not wearing pants. Yeah. The disgruntled man returned to Four Choices and a Soup with a hammer. Four smashing, Choices and a Soup? That's the name of the restaurant. Oh. Smashing doors, windows, and the glass surrounding a food bar. Uh, according to the owner, my workers say he had been there before without any pants on, so we told him to get out. He had no underwear, according to the restaurant tour. He was Donald Duckin' it, huh? Yeah. It wasn't the first time the same guy had caused a commotion at the restaurant. They say he pees in front of the store, and he uh, has previously come in with no clothes on. The suspect was caught on camera wearing a red T-shirt, but nothing else swinging his hammer with reckless abandon, leaving widespread destruction and piles of shattered glass. Uh, they say the man comes into the restaurant multiple times a day, often speaking to himself about his family in Chinese. The suspect was quickly arrested and charges against him are now pending. Pants on the ground, pants on the ground, looking like a fool with your pants on the ground. Oof, you don't want to serve those people, Sean. No. Yeah, but then you got to because then they come back and smash your windows if you don't. Mm-hmm. What the hell do you do? I don't know. A no-win situation. Uh, deputies in Florida arrested a suspect for theft after he allegedly stole a jet ski. 48-year-old Ronald Williams chold, uh, stole the jet ski and, unable to get it started, floated away on it. A family <laughs> getting ready to head out on their boat. You didn't know how to drive. It's like a Not big, only that. Somebody's stealing a, a manual shift car. <laughs> right. <laughs> a f- a family getting ready to head out on their boat let the deputies borrow it so they could catch Williams, hey, who was still floating. I'm going to need to commandeer your boat. Right. Video shows deputies approaching Williams with a gun drawn, telling him to put his hands up. They ordered him to swim to their boat, but he said he didn't know how to swim. He doesn't know how to swim, and he stole a jet One ski? One of the detectives said, you're stealing a jet ski, but you don't know how to swim? And you don't know how to start it either? Right. You big dummy. Did he at least have his life jacket on? Taken into, I don't think so. Oh, my goodness. Taken Worst into criminal custody. of all time. The jet ski was returned to its owners. What a moron. Right? I know how to escape. I'll jump in the water. Oh, wait. I can't swim. Mm-hmm. Dummy. Finding alligators in swampy states like Florida or Louisiana is no big deal. But it's much different when you're talking about the Texas desert. But that's exactly where one of the large reptiles recently turned up. Deputies spotted the gator at a trailer park. Somebody have it as a pet and it got loose? Uh, They don't know yet. Somebody called police and reported seeing an alligator under his car at this mobile home park. It's one of those tornado things where it picked it up like 10 towns over and then it dropped it off in the middle of the desert? Deputies say they're still stumped as to how the alligator got where it did. We're hoping a possible owner calls to claim our friend that was obviously lost, the sheriff's office wrote in its Facebook page. Uh, American alligators usually live in and around rivers, swamps, marshes, and lakes, but Mm -hmm. not the desert. The sheriff's office poked fun at that reality, writing on social media that they think the gator would make a good deputy. They say it could make a good interrogator. Oh, (laughs) that is terrible. Bit my hand. <laughs> oh my God! How are you gonna make bad gator jokes? Right, Come on, they not did, the though. gator's fault. They gator did. don't play no shit. Right, Shaw. That's right. 
man in California facing charges after deputies say they caught him stealing avocados from a ranch. From Mexico? Uh, no, this is in California. Uh, deputies saw a vehicle stopped on the side of the road and spotted a man walking nearby who was wearing a headlamp and carrying a bucket of avocados. The deputy also saw a bag... i tell you of- what, they're expensive at the store. That's you, true. I mean, like, you... They're like, you know, you get them four for five sometimes at festival, but, you you know, when they're, they're not close on, to a couple bucks a piece. Yeah, now. when they're not on sale, they're cut. So if you can, you know, get a bunch of free ones and sell them for a buck a piece on the side of the highway, it's probably more profitable than a bag of oranges. Well, in addition to the avocados he was carrying, the deputy also noticed a bag of methamphetamine oh, in the dash meth, of the that vehicle. always gets them. Always yeah, gets them. The owner of the ranch told investigators the man did not have permission to harvest avocados from the property. The man arrested on suspicion of grand theft. And possession of drug paraphernalia, the avocados, he had a trunk full of them, uh, were reportedly returned to the ranch owner. Avocados from Mexico. And rehabilitated? That's just a made-up word, Sonny. Uh, Criminals don't always learn their lesson just by serving time. 59-year-old man in Florida, Timothy Jones, was released from prison last Wednesday after serving eight years for a bank robbery in Mm -hmm. 2013. Then on Thursday, the next day, he allegedly robbed another bank in Florida. Maybe he he was like uh, Brooksy. Right? He's institutionalized. uh, He was institutionalized. He walked in, said he had a gun, demanded $150,000 in cash, and then carjacked a Toyota Camry and took off. It's not clear how much cash he actually got away with. If he did learn anything behind bars, it might be evading authorities. Last we heard, cops were still looking for him. No, no, no. He just wanted his three hots and a cot, Sean. Yeah, maybe so. He got used to it. How many years was he in the pen? He did eight. Eight years hard time? Yeah, he got out one day. He's like, this is not for me. Maybe I'll rob. I don't recognize the, this world anymore. Maybe I'll rob the store. Right? I could shoot the manager for bonus <laughs> points. Make sure your man double bags it, Shaw. Right. Last time, all the fruit and stuff fell out the bottom. Hey, old timer, make sure you double bag it. Mm-hmm. I like it. No, I love it. Keep listening. More of the best of the morning sickness is coming up. Where's this coming from, man? Ninety-five-seven. The Rock. One of them can have an entire conversation made up of movie quotes. I pity the fool. The other two usually have no clue what the f*** he just said. You like movies about gladiators. We love to party. I'll be back. Wednesday mornings at 8.15. Win Brian's morning show money. They're always after me, lucky charms. By playing You're Killing Me Shaws. You're killing me, Smalls. I want you to be nice. Until it's time not be nice. You're killing me, Shaws. Brought to you by GECU, the friendly credit union. Gene has zero faith in you, Shaw. Uh, it's probably because it's raining. It is. Again, she bases her decisions on the weather, on how she's feeling, mm-hmm. and not so much on whether or not she thinks she'll actually know the movie quote. But as always, Gene's opinion doesn't really matter. It's about caller 15. 608 7840957 is the number. Who this? Travis. Travis, are you familiar with how this game is played? Yes. All right, Travis, do you think Shaw's going to know the movie quote or is he not going to know the movie quote? I'm going to go with not know it. Wow. Travis also siding with Gene, which is usually the safe bet, Shaw, when we play this game. Mm-hmm. You're shot at $60 of my morning show money, courtesy of GECU with your Killing Me Shaw's. Neither Gene nor Travis think you're going to get it, Shaw. I, however, I tend to defer or, uh, Deter. What is it? What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I differ. 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 I differ. There we go. Jesus Christ. What the hell's wrong with me? I'm getting all my... Okay, so you think he is going to know it? Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Okay. Now, you weren't here yesterday, but it's been a big week for movies. We've talked about this, Shaw. There's been some big bangers that have come out on this day. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, The Rock uh, came out yesterday. You yeah, said you yeah, watch I watched that. that. I did last night. Goonies was yesterday. Oh, that's right. We had another Nicolas Cage earlier this week with Con Air. We got another one tomorrow with Gun in 60 Seconds. So there's a lot of big movies that came out on this day, this week, Shaw, in the 80s and 90s. I, I have a feeling you, you may know this one. You ready? I guess. Listen closely. Is this true? Yes, it's true. This man has no dick. Would you care to hear that one more time, sir? Uh, yes, please. All right. One, one more time or two more times? How many would you like? One more is good. One more is good? Is this true? Yes, it's true. This man has no dick. <laughs> Am I correct in thinking that you know that movie quote, Shaw? Gosh, I hope so, yeah. All right. I, the boy, I hope so, too. There may be a, <laughs> there may be a violent incident that occurs unless here you're in gonna, this building. Unless you're going to pull one of those uh, crocodile Dundee, crocodile Dundee, Dundee 2 things on me. But uh, I'm going to say this is uh, from the original... Ghostbusters. Oh! He got it right. And that means, Travis, you don't win jack. 70 bucks on my morning show money up for grabs next week. Ghostbusters and Gremlins, both in theaters on this day 38 years ago, Shaw. Two massive movies across the hall 38 years ago, 1984. Ghostbusters and Gremlins on the same exact day. I'm ready to rock when you are. So let's do this. It's the best of the morning sickness. Good morning. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. Shaw, have you won the lottery? It'd be great, obviously. Well, yeah. You'd think it would, at least. But what'd you tell anybody? Is Wisconsin one of those? Uh, no, we gotta... can't keep it a secret in Wisconsin. Okay, I know some states have laws where you can keep it a secret. Yeah, you can in Minnesota now. Then there's states where like people show up in a mask and gloves and things <laughs> like that, where they, so people can't see their face, so they don't have to tell anybody who they are. Uh, but would you tell? Let's just say everybody. Would you tell everybody or just the people around you, the close people that are going to... Well, take... how, how soon after I found out I won? I mean, well, I'm not going to... Stand on the rooftop before you cash run, it in. You're not going to run outside and proclaim this the summer of George. No, no. It's the summer of George. <laughs> no, probably not. No, Gene. Uh, probably not. Probably just people close to me. I wouldn't tell anybody. I, w- I don't even know if I tell my wife. <laughs> I think you have to tell. I anybody. would line up my ducks first, Shaw, before anybody knew. Before any single human being right. knew. You got your attorney hired. Your financial attorney. Hiring, please. Uh, attorney first and foremost. Yeah. I would uh, cutthroat. Like, barking dog attorney. Somebody that's just, you know, an absolute pit bull would be my attorney right away. I'd be like, hey, look, I yes. got this. Hire somebody right away. Yeah, immediately. Yes. Yeah, that'd be step First, one. Protect number one. yourself. Protect yourself, Number Sean. one. As Wu-Tang said, protect your neck. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, according to a new survey, mm-hmm. 83% of people claim they'd keep it a secret. So we're not. Most uh, people want to. Yeah. We're not in the uh, in the in the majority there, or in the minority. We're in the majority there. Uh, sounds like a good idea, especially if a lot of people around you are mooching. You have moochy moochers. Uh, but everybody who hits a big jackpot is going to get moochy come. moochers. Yeah, everybody comes out of the woodwork they when sure they find do. out that you got money, Shaw. Uh, a lot of people dream about quitting their jobs if they win, but unless you've already uh, are are close to retirement, Shaw, you might have to win a lot to feel safe leaving oh, your job yeah. permanently. Oh, I'm close enough. What you could die a million? To, I'm good. You could die tomorrow. So how you know? I mean, like, take the chance. Uh, most people say that four million dollars is what it would take for them to quit their job. I'd do it for less. Yeah, I think two would be enough. One, one might be enough too. Because then you could just, you know, when you run out of money, you just go back to, you know, working part time or something like that, right? 
Sure. Problem is, if you win a million dollars, you don't actually get to put a million in your pocket. So Uncle Sam gets a big chunk. Uh, 88% of people claim they would give away some of their winnings. What a bunch of morons. I ain't giving anybody anything. Most people say they'd share it with family, a significant other, or people in need. Mm-hmm. 40% say they would give some to friends, but only 4% would share with with their coworkers. Not unless you go in on the on the ticket. No. Right. There's but, some sort uh, of a contract job. <laughs> yeah, lawyer, lawyer, and then I would uh, obviously talk to my friends down at GECU about what's going on here. What can we do? And then let's I'm getting out of percent- town. Let's too, talk percentage also. rates. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. then I'm, I'm disappearing. Yeah, yeah me too. I'm she having a, you can't find me. I'm having a big middle finger send off party here at uh, at the building, and then I'm out of town, Shaw, living in my condo on a beach somewhere. Mm-hmm. No one's gonna know where I am, right, Shaw? I'll be in Jamaica. You're going to Jamaica? Huh? I think so. Never been. I'm going somewhere where I'm. <laughs> what's is that? Uh, I'd like to go there. Yeah, I'd probably go to Hawaii because you're still in America then, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know what I mean. So, and you're not uh, dealing with a foreign government or maybe you know crazy police from a different. Country, something along those lines. Ryan, Ryan, Gene, Gene, Shaw, Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness podcast. It's summertime, summertime, some, some, summertime, 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 some, some, summertime. Tips you can use all summer long. Here's a tip. And just the tip. Whoa! It's the summer party tip every Wednesday morning between Memorial Day and Labor Day. Welcome to summer. Go. Thanks to A One. Glass and only on the morning sickness on 957 The Rock. Yeah, even though it's raining and it's kind of cloudy and it's not going to be it's summery, still summer. it's still uh, not officially, but uh, unofficially, it's summer. June 21st, right, Shaw? Correct. All right. Summer party tip brought to you each and every Wednesday by A1 Glass, celebrating 50 years in the industry and on their birthday. They're giving you a $50 Quick Trip gift card. Yeah, every week. Who doesn't every want week. 50 bucks in Quick Trip gift cards? 50 bucks to celebrate their 50th nice. at A1 Glass every, every win week. Win stuff on our app or on our website mm-hmm. each and every week for your chance to win that $50 Quick Trip gift card courtesy of A1 Glass. Now, I would like to state the obvious. This is not my summer party tip. I am reading this from someone else. I would never advocate showing up late for anything. Yeah. But apparently, what's that? You're early guy. I am early guy. That is uh, undoubtedly my calling card, Shaw. I am so OCD that even if I'm 15 minutes early for something, I feel like I'm running late. But there is apparently a perfect time to show up to a party, and it's called the 38-minute rule. What does that imply? Why, yes, it does imply that you show up 38 minutes after the party has begun. Okay. Uh, This is from a political reporter in D.C., so take that for what it's worth. The guy's name is Sam Brody. He says he came up with it because he likes to show up exactly 38 minutes late to parties. According to him, it's the sweet spot. Usually means you won't be first one there. Mm -hmm. Won't come in awkwardly after things are already rolling. And at a dinner party, you won't be too late to pick your seat if you're looking to sit in a specific spot. Mm -hmm. Basically, it just works, according to this guy, Sam Brody. I would say the counter to that, Shaw, is is me. Uh, You show up early. You get dibs on the good food. Dibs. Dibs, dibs. When it's fresh, when it's uh, cold still, not sitting around, you know, mayonnaise and those pasta salads, Shaw. You get the bathroom when it's the cleanest, and you get to leave early. You get the ghost. Mm -hmm. See, there's a lot of benefits to showing up early. 
You get that fr- first tap out of the keg. You know what I mean, Shaw? As I said, first crack at the food. Right. You know what I mean? You get to really establish your boundaries, too. You really get to sh- you show up. You get mm-hmm. to see the situation. Ooh, taco dip. Nobody's touched right. it yet. Right. And if you show up with a kick-ass, like if you're going to a party that's like a potluck and you're bringing something kick-ass, yeah. Shaw, that will stand out. Not only being first, but having that kick-ass food, that always stands out, mm-hmm. Shaw. I'm telling you, being early better than being late. Uh, if you want to fine-tune, by the way, your lateness to suit your needs, a mathematician named Daniel Biss, B-I-S-S, worked with the website The uh, Atlantic to come up with an actual formula to determine the exact time that you personally should show up to a party. There's a lot of questions involved about your friends and about all the kind of things you like to do. And then you can, down to the the last minute, you can figure out what time you personally should show up to a party uh, based on the answers (laughs) to these questions. You can find that link by the way, on the morning sickness page at 957therock.com, the summer party tip is the 38-minute rule. Showing up 38 minutes late. That'd be I won't go. It would ruin my day. <laughs> it would. It would. I wouldn't go. If I knew I was gonna be 38 minutes right. late to I would just turn around and go home. I wouldn't even leave the house, Shaw. Can't do it. You don't want to get there so early that the hosts aren't quite ready yet. There's oh, a- yes, you do. Okay. Oh yeah, you do, Shaw. You know, when someone's having Thanksgiving and they're un- not expecting anybody to show mm-hmm. up and the turkey's not even done and they right. haven't made the mashed potatoes, but you show up and you're half in the bag and you're just having a good time and you're yelling and, you and screaming. And another beer. You're picking people up and you're, yeah, <laughs> yeah, all that. <laughs> I can't show up late to things, dude. It is not my jam. I would recommend that you show up early. Uh, maybe not too early. I get it. I understand some people have, uh, mm-hmm. you know, feelings about mm-hmm. that, Shaw, but for me... Showing up early, showing up first, and leaving first is also my jam. Got it. I like the ghosting too. I don't mm-hmm. like to make a big scene when I'm out. I yeah, I want to. I'm there. I have a couple beers. I want to eat a little bit and maybe mingle, and then I want to get out of there. I want to go home where I'm where I'm comfortable. Usually the air conditioning's not set at the right temperature. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I go to these people's house and they got it at like 72. It's like why even bother? Why why even bother? Just set your house on fire at this point. You know what I mean? Burn that thing to the ground. Better off. Don't go anywhere. Another dose of the best stuff from the morning sickness is on the way. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. The best of the morning sickness. Only on favorite station. 95.7. The Rock. Uh, whoops. The mayor of the Mexican city of Cuernavaca was proudly inaugurating a footbridge over a scenic stream when the span collapsed, <laughs> sending him and about two dozen people plunging into a gully. This hanging bridge was made of wooden boards and metal chains and had recently been remodeled. City council members and other local officials fell about 10 feet under the rocks and boulders of the stream bed below. Seven people had injuries that required hospitalization. The mayor's wife and reporters were among those on the bridge when it fell. The sheriff's office in North Point, Florida, said a man was bitten by an alligator yesterday after he mistook the animal for a dog. Why? Deputies were sent How to... How drunk was he? <laughs> I don't know. It was, about... it was in a bush, for wasn't it? A dog? It was in a bush. It was around 1230 in the morning. All right, so it was and, still dark out. Yeah, right. and he was at the uh, this motel, and the 49-year-old man told police he went walking outside when he saw a dark figure moving along the bushes on the path. The man told deputies it looked like a dog with a long leash, so he didn't move out of the way. The alligator bit his right leg, holding on and pulling on his muscles and tissue. The man was able to find a deputy who was in the area for a separate call. They contacted EMS and took him to the hospital. The sheriff's office was later able to catch the alligator, which was measured at 7 
feet, one inches long. Damn alligator bit my hand off. Oh, my God. Seven-foot gator? Yeah. This guy thought it was a dog. He thought it was a dog. He gator thought the tail was a leash. Yeah. Hmm. Oh. An Ohio police officer has been fired from his job on account of a bizarre tattoo choice. Uh-oh. Eric Wida was let go from the Cincinnati Police Department due to circumstances stemming from a tattoo that he got on his hands. Wida had the word pure across the knuckles of his right hand and the word evil on his left. They say he was terminated for insubordination. And Did he do it after he became an officer? Yes. Okay. Uh, police are forbidden under department policy from getting tattoos on their face, neck, head, and hands. Beyond that violation, the department also noted the phrase he chose did not lend itself to a healthy relationship between the public and police. Wait, wait, wait. I can't Hey, wait. Ow. I'm sorry it hurts. I'm sorry it hurts. You're going you to mess up your tattoo. Okay, okay, okay. Ow. Wait, wait, wait. Can't take it. I can't take it. Can't take it. <laughs> that never gets that old. <laughs> never get old. Not a good candidate for a tattoo. Uh, an investigation is underway in Canada. Uh-oh. After a man got onto a school bus and slept in the back as the bus took children to school. So he, was, he got on the bus before the kids, and then he just happened to be there when they started? Well, the driver had left the bus unattended for a time. Oh. And that's when the man got on and then went to sleep in one of the back seats. Yeah. The driver didn't realize the man was on the bus and continued to pick up children on the route. Uh, police were finally called when the bus arrived at school. Any of you kids got a smoke? I can oh. <laughs> All Tell the, the bus driver to stop safe. up here. Where's the thing to stop the bus? Right. Hey, bus driver, pull over. I got to get off. <laughs> a man in Georgia has been charged with aggravated assault and aggressive driving after hitting a 15-year-old on a bicycle yeah, with, peel. with his ATV after the boy threw a banana peel near his property. Well, this guy did Mario carted him. Yeah, this get-off-my-lawn guy goes off. Uh, Jerry Terrell was charged with misdemeanor aggressive driving and felony aggravated assault. A 15-year-old on a bike was riding along when he threw a banana peel. It's biodegradable, by the way. Right. I was just going to say. The, uh, Terrell confronted the cyclist who continued on his way. Did what? That's when Terrell got on his ATV and followed the cyclist and hit the bicycle, causing it to wreck. Jeez. The 15-year-old was treated and released, and Terrell was arrested. I think that's a lot. Right. And I've been to Nashville, and I can pretty sure this has happened more than once. Uh, police in Nashville got a call about a naked woman oh. in the elevator of the Lucky Bastard Saloon. Yeah, lucky. They found 31-year-old Olivia elevator? Clark without any pants on. She no reeked pants? of alcohol and was not sure what happened to her pants, who she was with, or where she was staying. Maybe she shipped her pants. She was taken to jail and charged with public intoxication. She wouldn't have a lot of options pants if she ground, shipped them. Pants child. on the ground, right? looking like a fool with your pants on the ground. I get not having pants on, but how do you not know where they are? She was that intoxicated. She's not that intoxicated, Shaw. The, the bar, what was it called? Uh, the, the Lucky Strippers? <laughs> what is she? Beaver. No, I'm sorry. It was the Lucky Bastards. So the Lucky, Lucky Bastards, Bastards has an elevator. Yes. Yeah, well. Well, a lot of those buildings, there are several stories there. Yeah. I'm not that intoxicated. No. Yes, you are. No. You can't find your pants. You don't know I think where I saw pants. more drunk people in Nashville than I've ever seen at one place in my life. I'm not that intoxicated. No. Elevator. Oh, she knew to get on the elevator. No, then take her pants off. <laughs> well, maybe she took them out before. That's why she didn't. If they were in the elevator with her, maybe she would know where they were. But she didn't know because she had taken them off previous to the elevator. Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning. All systems go.
the best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. I'm screwed, Shaw. Why? What's going on? Huh? I might as well just die right now. What's up? I don't say that. This isn't good news for me. What? If I were to ask you to describe me in one word, Shaw, what would it be? Sensitive. Oh, my gosh. Why, because For real? I because I cry at Armageddon? Yes. <laughs> when Harry Stamper saves the universe, you're a the big softy. Come on, okay, okay, but that's not the first thing you'd say, really. Hey, tell me about that guy that's on the mornings with you. Oh, he always wears shorts sen- and a t-shirt sensitive. even in the middle of winter. I said one word, one word, right. not a whole sentence about my attire. <laughs> Talking about one word that accurately portrays me and the multi-layered onion personality. Why that I is have. this coming up? What is going on? I'm screwed, man. This is not good for me. Which I, I, I guess I always say, you know, who cares about those last couple of years on the end of your life? Because those are the ones that are going to suck anyways where you're pooping in a diaper. A new study found that being optimistic can add years to your life. Mm. I am hosed, man. <laughs> I am so hosed on this one. You're not much of an optimist. Not really. Not really, Shaw. Researchers, well, I'm a realist, Shaw. I realize that life mm-hmm. sucks and it's just going to be a never-ending gut punch. He's a realist. I think that makes you a pessimist, then. Actually. With, with, occasional, <laughs> with occasional upticks. His you know, glasses get, are like a third full. And it's, on spooky spins, and things it's change, lukewarm. But... Look, they're 80-20, all right? 80% lose, 20, it's 20% that I'm hanging on for, all right? <laughs> I know how it works, all right? Bet little than, bam, hit them with a $4 spin. Uh, researchers have tracked 160,000 American women for more than two decades. All right, so maybe it's just chicks. Maybe I'm not screwed. Maybe you're in the clear. Maybe I'm in the clear. What is it? Liquor before beer in the clear? Mm-hmm. clear beer before liquor, never sicker? Mm-hmm. Uh, used a questionnaire to rate how optimistic they were. Uh, and the ones who managed to look on the bright side, always look on the bright side, mm-hmm. uh, were more likely to make it to 90 or even older. Again, I don't know if I want to be that old. That do I want to be pooping in a diaper? I don't. Not everybody that's that age is doing that. Okay, just I'm already <laughs> almost there. I mean, I'm going. I'm eating dinner at three o'clock. I'm going to bed at six <laughs> thirty. Well, the girl at the nut bush yesterday. I was telling her. She was like, "Oh yeah, it's so bright out till nine o'clock." I said, "Yeah, you try sleeping in that. It's terrible." And I'm like, "I get up at two in the morning," and she's like, "What? What time do you go to bed?" I said, six <laughs> thirty. And then you felt really right awkward. Jeopardy. I said, "Now I should be at home in bed right now. What am I doing here?" But uh, uh, by the end, the ones who were the most optimistic lived 5.4% longer than the ones who were most pessimistic. So it's not that much, Shaw. Uh, So if you make it to 90, that's close to the extra five years held true across all races and ethnicities. Ethnicities. There we go. But it's just women. I I guess it's just chicks. In that that survey, anyway. I guess. I don't know. I don't want to be happy. I don't want to be one of these people that gets taken Mm -hmm. advantage of. I want to be a realist. Sensitive. Go outside. Look at it. <laughs> sensitive. Sensitive. Look, all right, I'm emotional at movies, okay? I can't help it. They get me. Movies get me. I don't know me. that that's the definition of that necessarily, but. Why, what made you think sensitive? <laughs> that's what he, that's the first you thing that came. Word. It's a like word association. That's that what, what he said. Tell, are you telling people I'm sensitive? What are you doing? <laughs> that's oh. what I'm saying. If he's out and they're what like, hey, what's that guy about, about me when I'm not in the room? What's <laughs> happening? We know you're a big softy, Brian. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I've said it. I don't want to. I'm never giving anybody any of my money except for the spooky spins. 80 <laughs> 20, Shaw. 80 yep. 20. I'm not. That relationship he needs. <laughs> uh, I get the willies that anytime Gene puts something on the schedule about going and, and doing charitable stuff, it gives me the willies, man. Like, oh, God.
Being nice to people? Are you terrible? No thanks. Maybe a little more optimism. How do you be more optimistic, though? How do you do? How do you turn that around? Yeah, that's tough. I mean, just go put Practice. gas. In, go put gas in your car right now. Go buy groceries. Practice. Do, like, give thanks for what you have, though. Exactly. Think of all you have. Yeah. 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 I've already had less. I know what that's like. I'm yes, not. So I, you have more now. I had. I was better off when I had less. There's I was, lots of people worse off than you. Yes. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, I'm so sure their lives are miserable. Yeah. There's that sensitivity coming yeah, out yeah, again. Yeah, see? Uh, uh, <laughs> this is your wake-up service. You want the best. Do they need the air? Do they need the air? Give them the air. You got it. That's the best part. The best of the morning sickness. Oh, it's the best. Saturdays on 95.7. The Rock. It's Friday. The weekend's here, and you're looking for something to do. Check out three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Three, of course, is one more than two. See more on the morning sickness page at 957therock.com or on the free 957therock app. It's the weekend. Yeah, unfortunately, the rain and the forecast is going to put a damper on my plans to ride around the Cooley region this yeah. weekend. Might put a little damper uh, in. Sunday nice, I guess. Sunday maybe. maybe with some clouds in the morning and some sun in the afternoon, but it looks like maybe rain this afternoon and tomorrow, Shaw. Uh, there's just a slight chance of rain tonight, or I'm sorry, this afternoon after okay. 3 p.m. and tonight, but a good chance of rain tomorrow. Well, one way or the other, I'm going to be at Shep's. Tomorrow night for the Rock Stop during the 95 days of summer. Of course, we got a Rock Stop today. We got one tomorrow. We got one on Sunday. And you can find a list of all those at radio, or excuse me, 957therock.com mm-hmm. or on the 957therock app. If you're looking to get out and do some stuff in the lacrosse area this weekend, you might as well get to the lacrosse fairground speedway tonight for street drags. Three hundred feet, Shaw. How fast can your car go? <laughs> Not that fast. Well, you can find out tonight at the Lacrosse Intergalactic Speedway of West Salem with street drags. It's affordable. It's only ten bucks to get in, and uh, it's ten bucks to race your car. And you can find out uh, who, who who you match up against. They put you in different brackets based mm. on what kind of vehicle you're driving. And then uh, you can, uh, you know, see how fast your car goes, Sean. Hmm. Always wondered. Seen some motor, uh, motorcycles down there as well before. There's one guy on a Kawasaki. That thing just hums, mm. man. It's unbelievable. Uh, obviously, they've got some vehicles down there that take it very seriously, Shaw. Uh, there's a whole Mustang category and everything. But uh, Lacrosse Fairground Speedway tonight for Street Drags. Ten bucks. You can find all the info online. Go to streetdragslax.com for more information. Tomorrow, lots happening in the area, but I would suggest... That if you're looking for some beers in the afternoon in a parking lot, you get to 608 Brewing for their 608 and Friends parking lot party. Now, they were supposed to have 608 Day uh, over there at the brewery tomorrow, but uh, due to unfortunate circumstances, they had to cancel that, Shaw. I'm assuming it's some sort of permit issue with the Mm, city. You know how the city loves its permits, Shaw. Uh, But they are still going to have some uh, of their friends in town, including 1840 Brewing Company, Venture Brewing Company, Humble Forager, Untitled Art, G5 Brewing Company, Eagle Park, and more. There's uh, tickets for sale for that, and you can find out more on the 608 Brewing uh, website if you want. I think it's from noon until 4. And then tomorrow night, Starlight Lounge, live jazz, no cover. Greg yeah. Balfany, jazz ensemble, oh, until midnight. Oh, oh he's, my gosh. Isn't he like the leader of the jazz orchestra here in town? Yeah, or my he's son's like big... played with him, and he's he's really good. Uh, live jazz, no cover charge. Uh, they've got some great beers on tap. They've got, of course, the cool cocktails, a relaxed atmosphere. And and pickle chips with the ranch dressing. Mm-hmm. I know. They're so good. Yeah. Food, beverages, and live jazz at the Starlight Lounge tomorrow night. No cover charge. Starts at 8 o'clock. 
the Greg Balfany Jazz Ensemble on hashtag Sunday Funday. If you need more food and more live music and you want to do it outside, you might as well get to Big Al's on the patio for live music from Ryan Howe. I don't know what happened last weekend, Shaw, yeah, with our buddy either. Tom Conrad. I know you said you went down there to see yeah, him. Yeah, maybe they moved it indoors because of the threat of rain. I don't know. And but... then you had the run-in with the kids <laughs> yeah. in the bar, but yeah, uh, there'll be live tunes if the weather is cooperative on the patio at Big Al's. Ryan Howe, extremely talented. talented. Yeah, boy, oh boy. Three until six on hashtag Sunday Funday. That is my list of three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend you can find my list on the morning sickness page at 957therock.com and if you're looking for more stuff to do there's a whole ton of other events listed at aroundrivercity.com and we'll even take your submissions for free so if you've got an event coming up you want to let people know about submit it on the website for free go to aroundrivercity.com for more info shaw i don't claim to be a ranch dressing connoisseur okay but the dr- ranch dressing, the homemade yeah. ranch dressing at Buzzards and Starlight to dip your pickle chips or put on your salad or yeah, whatever. Yeah, homemade, they, by the way. They make it in the, the kitchen. It's the best yeah. ranch than anything you've ever had. Ever, ever. Huh. I could just get that. <laughs> a straw? Honest. Drink it. Maybe Honest. they'll make a ranch cocktail. Can so they make a ranch cocktail? Yummy. Upstairs? They could probably do that there. Like, it makes salad. I could put it on a salad. I mean, it. it, it put it on my it, tuna. I, I could. <laughs> It is so good. Get just heads up. It. So yeah. if you go and you get the pickle chips, with the, get the extra. Get two, ran, of, get yeah, two get of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. ask for extra because you're going to want it. There you go. Three things to do in and around the cross this weekend. Find my list on the website or on the app. The Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com is where you can check that out. Missed it. Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. At 957therock.com and the 957therock app.